Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show. We are here today with sports on our mind, with athletic director, Mr. Chris Pointer. Welcome, Chris. Good morning, good morning. Is it still morning? It is still morning. It is still a.m. And we also have a special guest from the radio station, Mr. Clayton Harris. Welcome, Clayton. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Chris. I'm going to take a little bit of privilege here to make some announcements about Murray County Public Schools before we get into our conversation about what's going on in sports. Um, The Big Yellow School Bus Podcast is brought to you by The Way Realty. And you can find them on the internet at thewayrealtytn.com. I wanted to let our listening audience know that uh, Murray County Public Schools is um, currently accepting pre-K registrations for the 21-22 school year. Um, pre-K registration packets must be picked up from any elementary school that offers pre-K, which are Baker, Brown, Highland, Howell, Mount Pleasant, and Riverside. You can also get applications at McDowell, but classes will not be will not be available at this school because it will be closed. We also have kindergarten registration. Now, the kindergarten registration this year is all done online. If you already have a parent account in our Synergy software, you can register your student with your current account. If you are new to Murray County Public Schools, please visit www.murrayk12.org, find the student's parents page, and then you will find a link to the locate the reg- kindergarten registration page. On that page, you will find instructions and links to create a new account or log into an existing account to register your kindergarten student. Another big one going on right now is the 21-22 school year out-of-zone exemption forms. Now, these are available online at murrayk12.org under News, and it's a page called 2122 School Year Out of Zone. On that page, you will find the master street list, which will allow you to search your street name to determine where your school, where you are zoned, and also download a PDF of the Out of Zone form. One last update. Also at MurrayK12.org, we have our top 10 students from high school. Um, On each of those uh, top 10s, you will find our valedictorian and our salutatorian. And coming up soon, you will be able to view the third nine weeks honor rolls. So that's what's going on in Murray County Public Schools website updates. Again, we have the pre-K registration going on, um, kindergarten registration, the out-of-zone forms, and we have some uh, top 10 and honor rolls going to be posted soon. One last thing I'd like to also get in is the STAR Summer Camps registration has currently been going on through a survey. Once you complete the survey, it actually triggers the enrollment process for your student for summer school. Well, the deadline is coming up fast. It's Tuesday, April 20th. You need to visit murrayk12.org, and on the banner on the top, on the page, the scrolling banner, there is a banner you can click on that says Star Summer Camps, and you can register by completing the survey, which will trigger the enrollment process for your student. Again, that deadline is Tuesday, April 20th. Be a star. A super thinker and reader, Star Summer Camps, coming to Murray County Public Schools this summer. All right, guys, that's my announcements for today. Chris Pointer, Athletic Director, tell us a little bit about what's going on right now in Murray County Public Schools sports. Uh, really, I mean, we're you know this time of the year is probably one of our busiest year times of the year. I mean, we can. We can have nearly, you know, 100-plus games home or away throughout the entire district between our middle schools and high schools with our spring sports. So there's a lot of action going on in athletics, 
spring sports specifically. And we have, you know, some of our middle school sports getting ready for tournaments and getting ready to wrap up and high school is getting ready to get into the main part of the season, which also starts districts. Um, and so spring sports is is still as live as ever and as busy as ever, but also starting to uh, wind down as well as we get ready for the tournament. Time. You know, you're talking about the spring sports going on and all the games. Um, we post every, usually every Monday or Friday before mm-hmm. a schedule of all the games, which are always subject to change, but they're on our Facebook page. You can get to that via our website at the icon on the top of the page with the Facebook icon, or you can just visit uh, Murray County public schools on Facebook and look for the athletic schedule for the week that you're um, – right now it would be April 12th because um, we're in the current week recording for uh, this weekend's show. Um, that is very helpful if you're looking to find a game. It'll list the game's times and locations and such. Oh, thank you, Jack. Uh, uh, what also, too, you know, also want to kind of highlight the uh, coaching vacancies that we got across the district. Oh, I got and, a list there. And uh, currently right now at Mount Pleasant Middle School, they are looking for an athletic director. They just recently hired uh, the uh, boys' head basketball position as well as the girls' head basketball position. In Santa Fe Unit School, we have vacancies for the middle school boys' head coach, the middle school boys' assistant basketball coach, and the middle school girls' assistant basketball coach all at Santa Fe Eighty-eight Cox. Hey, uh, Chris, how do you apply for these jobs at these specific schools? Well, basically, you will go through our HR pro, our HR. Okay, uh, through our website. Website and through on on HR. Yeah, if you go to Uh, our website, there's an HR and careers menu at the top of the page or on the um, the menu on your mobile device, and you can find the HR and careers link to get you to a lot of these job listings. Sorry to interrupt. I know you've got a lot more to share about No, no, you're openings. fine. No, you're fine. Uh, E.A. Cox Middle School, we have a cheer coach vacancy there. Columbia Central High School, head girls basketball coach vacancy there. Kalioka Unit School, head girls high school basketball coach. Also at Kalioka Unit School, head girls high school soccer coach. Also at Kalioka Unit School, a middle school cheer coach. Moving to Hampshire Unit School, we have a high school cheer coach vacancy available. And also at Hampshire Unit School, we have a head curls middle school volleyball coach. Now, are these are these positions that are being um, filled, are they full-time jobs or are they just um, part-time jobs or what, Chris? Or does it vary? I don't know how we classify them in HR, but as a coach, I mean, you better treat it full-time if you want to be successful. So, Right. I just mean, like I like to say that um, teaching is like coaching. And, you know, we're all coaches in our own respect when we're teaching classes and, and students in any grade. Absolutely. And coaching is so inspirational. It's an inspirational job. Clayton, you're a coach. I am. I am. And I, I bet you just – that's probably your one of your favorite things to do other than working here at the radio station. It is. Uh, this year was my first year back in the system since 2010. Uh, so – uh, it had been a while. And, yeah, that's and, a little and, break. It, it was, and and having kids will will, will cause you to have a break. And <laughs> uh, but now that they're, I say now that they're old enough, we got another one on the way. But but this hopefully will be it. Uh, but yes, it does. Uh, How many kids you have? Seven or eight? Uh, I have four. Four. To be five. That was pretty close, yeah. wasn't I? So I, you know, I'm invested. I'm, I'm invested into um, our local school, our local schools here, and. Um, uh, being able to go to Kalioka and uh, uh, take over a middle school program that uh, had that's had some success over the years has um, uh, been a pleasure this year for well, sure. Well, if you don't know Clayton Harris, he's was involved in sports before the, his um, little departure to raise some kids. What did you do before you became the the baseball coach at Kalioka? Uh, I was an assistant basketball coach at Kalioka under um, Coach Bruce Slighton, and then I also was an assistant football coach at Columbia Central High School, uh, which I started in the fall of 2006. So, uh, and went through 2011. So, um, spent several years over there, and like I said, I got out when 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 the kids started coming along and. Um, so I'm, I'm back, I guess back in the saddle, but it, 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 it is a fun, um, it, it, it's been fun. I, I tell you, there have been a lot of changes, uh, mm-hmm. from the time, uh, when I was coaching, I think, um, 
I think it's not just locally. I think everywhere things have changed just a little bit. Well, yeah, we had a pandemic to deal with. Yeah, and I'm talking about athletics too. Right. I think maybe my style of coaching perhaps may be a little bit more dated uh, to a degree. <laughs> uh, well, I, t- I tend to like some of the older coaches, and they're probably a little dated too. So We, we, we practice a lot. And uh, I think some parents have a hard time adjusting to a practice schedule. But if you're going to compete in something, you got to mm-hmm. com- you compete and you play to win the game. Practice As Herm makes Edwards perfect. Would say, exactly. And the only way you're going to be competitive and the only way you're going to be able to compete is if you put in the time and effort that it requires. So, uh, yeah, we'll play a doubleheader on a Friday and we will practice on Saturday morning. Uh, we will practice on Sunday afternoons. We will practice <laughs> on Wednesday nights. Uh, we uh, – you have to, especially in baseball. Baseball is a game. I compare it to golf. If you're going to be a good golfer, you got to swing a club every day. If you're every going to be day, a good baseball yeah. player, you got to practice on fundamentals and swinging a bat every day. And I was a musician. I wasn't into sports, but I had to play my my horn every day to be able to compete with everybody else, you know, in competitions and be able to be ready for the big big performances. Well, and and, and what you're teaching these kids at the middle school level, that's what they're going to take with them to the varsity level. And, and teaching fundamentals is so big. And I, I mean, and I'll be bluntly honest about our situation at Kalioka. We've, like I said, we've had some really good junior high teams over the years, but then some of our better players leave and they'll go play for coach pickle at Columbia central. And they'll go to spring Hill and play for coach lamb I want that to change. Right. I, I, I want those guys to stay in, 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 in our building, in the community, in Kalioka, right. uh, and try to transition that up to the varsity Since level. Kalioka is a K-12, through um, and, and you do have some of the sports, not all. Um, I don't think you have, like, um, high school football there, right? No, we, we co-op with right. uh, uh, EA Cox so in and some, Columbia In some Central sports, you're a feeder school yes. for the high schools that you don't have those sports. But in, in particular, baseball? You have it all the way through K through twelve or all through twelfth grade, right? We, we do, and you know, with the TWSAA going to four classifications next year, uh, we will stay in single A. And uh, you know, in my opinion, based on the talent that we have at our middle school level and what we have uh, in our freshman and sophomore classes at Kalioka, uh, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't set the expectation that we can't compete for a state title. I mean, I, I, I honestly believe that. Now, I'm not the varsity coach, and I'm not trying to put pressure on him, uh, but if we're winning our, our area tournaments around here and we're competing against uh, you know some good teams and beating bigger schools, uh, that should transition up to the high school level, and that, that, that is our goal, and that is um, – that's what we play for. And, Absolutely. And, and, and to be able to try to, uh, you know, I, I said this when I started the position, I want Miss Love's desk filled without a zone request because kids want to come in and go to school to Cole, at Kalioka and they want to play baseball at Kalioka. So that that is my goal, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I know out of zone has been a big topic of discussion. Oh, absolutely. We have a re- so, we have a little bit of a rezone in our district, so people are either happy or upset. I mean, uh, it's going to be one extreme or the other, unless you just didn't get any change at all. Well, let's just uh, keep our fingers crossed that some things work out the way I hope. Hopefully, they, they work will. out. Yep. So, coaching and and Chris, since you you were laying out all these different coaching positions, um, most of them seem to be in our. Um, we have. All three of our unit schools, which I like to brag on our unit schools because we have uh, five or six statewide and three of them are right here in Murray County. Um, you know, Santa Fe, Columbia or Kalioka and Hampshire unit schools. What else do you see in the, in the, in the forefront um, and how important it is you get these filled right away, these coaching positions? I know we're coming up to the, the end of the school year, but some of the sports take place during the summer and and uh, get ready for the next uh, school year? Uh, well, I think, you know, the biggest thing that takes place in the summer is the level of preparation. So especially like that practice, sports, practice, practice, like Clayton and, was just and, saying. And getting prepared. So in, in these coaching vacancies, just like with teachers inside the building, you, you want to make sure you put in the, the necessary time, get it out there long enough to have the right candidate, the person that is a right fit for the team. Um, and, and I'm a firm believer in having done interviews, not just in coaching, but just in, in general, having interviewed people uh, in my professional career. You really want a strong slate of candidates. 
And and the reason why you want that is because when you narrow it down to, let's say, five, six, or whatever it may be, you want to be able to look at those candidates, especially on paper initially, and say, any five or six of these would be great for our program. Yes. So then when you get into the interview, you can now turn off the fact that there's not a lot of separation between the two, and you start looking for key things that fit your specific team, fit your specific community. And when you do that, you wind up getting a far better candidate. If you got a situation where you got like one candidate that's, you know, three miles ahead of everybody else, it's going to be really tough to have a really solid interview because this person just so far of a front runner ahead of everybody. But when it's really tight and you got strong candidates, that really helps out. What it also does is for Murray County is, you know, if you got five or six really strong candidates who apply for the basketball job at Kalioka, for example, and you're like, man, these are really, really solid candidates. But the person you pick was just a great fit for Kalioka. The other four could be great candidates for other schools within our district. And so being able to have these interviews, getting people to apply, seeing what's going on in Murray County allows us to always have a ready source of of, of coaching applicants available. Now, the other challenge is, is – especially if they're licensed, is now getting them into the building. Right. Non-faculty is a little different, but if they're licensed, also getting them in the building. Now, is there an opportunity for um, faculty or current teachers that have a passion for sports? I've met many of them. Uh, Mr. Webb out there in Hampshire Unit School. I love sports. He come in talking about sports more than he did what he teaches. Mm-hmm. Um, is there opportunity for these people that are passionate about sports to apply for a sports position, is there, is it a, something they can do on top of their teaching career? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, the majority of our coaches are teachers. Okay. And so, and uh, I mean, they, they all can go online and apply. When you send out another update, all Murray and, and, mm-hmm. and, and get all the, you know, that, teacher. Was a, that was a hint. I need to send out another all Murray <laughs> about coaching jobs. Yeah. So, so if somebody was at, and this is the other thing. One of the things I did discover, and this is one of the reasons why we do that, is because, you know, especially like in our elementary schools, we have former athletes, players, and those who may even have coached, uh, but just started teaching and got into the elementary world, but just don't know what's kind of happening in our high schools and never really thought about, you know, really asking that question. And right. now with these things now kind of coming across their desk, they can say, hmm. I really would like to coach volleyball here, or I would really love to coach golf or swim or tennis. So not and, only would they get to do something they're passionate about because they love the sports and, and teaching, they'd also get a, um, an addition in, in their salary because they get paid to be the, the coach. And, and and our stipends vary from 2%, you know, all the way to 18%. And then, wow. you know, you got okay. folks that, you know, do – good range. You got well, and even more than that, really. I mean, you got some folks that teach, I mean, coach multiple sports, so it can go, I mean, upwards of almost twenty three percent. So anywhere from two percent to twenty three percent, and everything in between. I wish they would ask my daughter, who teaches in a different county, if she'd like to teach soccer because she was so good at soccer, and I, I know she still plays in a little community thing with her friends. They have little soccer teams, and they play kickball. I don't know why they play kickball, but it's something adults like to do nowadays, I guess. But I, I was hoping that she would um, pick up on maybe doing some soccer I, as a teacher, you know, and taking that up after school and stuff. Could do. Um, coach, you said something about doing double plays and something. Now, this show will air on Saturday the 17th, Sunday the 18th, and Monday the 19th. This particular show will air then. You have the big tournament coming up tonight. Is that tonight or is it next week? No, we actually have a uh, we have a doubleheader over in Perry County uh, Saturday. Now the bigger schools that they, their tournaments like Whitthorn, they will begin uh, technically. If you're listening to the show right now today on Saturday uh, okay. at Fairview Park, and I believe Coach Wolver told me that it, yes, that is a two o'clock start for them. Okay. So, so if you're listening to this show Saturday morning. Pay attention to this right now because there's some tournaments coming up Saturday afternoon at – say that again, Coach? At, at Fairview Park um, with Thorn. I'm not sure who they're playing, but they will have uh, opening pitch at 2 p.m. Now, next week, you mentioned Webb Williams. He is the commissioner of our small team district, and uh, they uh, Hampshire will be hosting that tournament. And uh, we had our meeting last night, and uh, the, the, first two, the, the first round is satellited out. Uh, so Mount Pleasant and South Giles will play. 
uh, at Mount Pleasant on Tuesday, and then uh, Hampshire will host uh, Santa Fe Tuesday, 4.30 start. And then uh, Richland uh, is the one seed. They uh, We split with them, but we had one, we finished 8-2, and two, and they were 9-1 and one in the district. So okay. they will be the one seed. They'll play the winner of um, the Santa Fe-Hampshire game at 4.30 on Friday. That's a week from today, so that will be the 23rd. And then at 6.30, Kalioka will play the winner of Mount Pleasant and South Giles. And then that next day on Saturday, which will be the 24th, at noon in Hampshire uh, will be the championship game. Wow, that's going to be – that's kind of like a rivalry right there with the Hampshire and the Santa Fe schools playing against uh, each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. That yeah. would actually be a fun game just to take a drive out and enjoy some baseball. And, and they split this regular season too, so they each uh, beat each other once. So it, it should be a good game, and it's a, it's a single elimination tournament. I know um, – I believe uh, after looking at the list of teams uh, – Kalioka is the only team that is in the state tournament that signed wow. up to be in the okay. state tournament. So, you know, once these teams get beat, their season's over. I was telling uh, telling you guys before we uh, got on the air here that uh, next Saturday we may have to play our championship game if we make it. Mm-hmm. Got to get there first. Right. Uh, we can end up playing a game at noon on Saturday, and then that evening going somewhere else and playing in the first round of the state tournament. State so tournament. We, wow. We, we, we're going to be busy the next week. Yeah, it, it's fun. I mean, it's. Uh, and the thing about it is you should be playing, you know. Uh, again, yeah. you do not play uh, – and I'm using Mike Tomlin's, you know, <laughs> quote. There are no moral victories. So, I mean, you only play the game for one reason. You play to win. Now, are there other intangibles and things that go along with it? Absolutely. Life lessons. There's no greater incubator of life lessons, in my opinion, than sports because of just what is built around it. For example – you know, uh, you know, Coach Harris and was was saying here a few minutes ago. He was just saying, you know, we practice on Wednesday evenings. We practice Sunday evenings. We practice Saturday after we just played a doubleheader. And honestly, you can relate that to life. You know, I mean, how many people got up this morning and was like, man, it's Friday. I don't want to go to work. But if you want to be the best, you got to go out there and do what you got to do uh, to, you know, to be the best. And you got to work at your craft. You got to work at your craft. And uh, it's a way to separate each other. And you, and again, yes, you want to go out there and make sure that you're playing to have fun. Uh, you're growing. You're having a tremendous experience. But there are a lot of things once they get older. Once these young athletes get older, they'll be able to pull back on a lot of these things if it's done right. Um, if we got a person that's in there that's coaching the game the right way, no matter what the sport is, and instilling in the kids – the right values and intangibles. When they get older, I guarantee you they will be able to pull from these moments and be able to utilize them for moments that they have in their life and be like, man, I am glad I experienced that. Man, I'm glad I had Coach Harris. Man, I'm glad I had, you know, this coach. Man, I'm glad I had that coach. I'm glad they, we had to go through that. I'm glad we endured that. I'm glad we sacrificed that because now I understand and, and I have a place to pull from. So, yeah. Well, I am glad I have two athletic personalities here today on the Big Yellow School Bus. I like to uh, feature athletics here in our district because it's such a big part of people's lives. I still remember my my baseball games when I was young. Um, I didn't go on to play anything in high school or anything, but I had a blast, and I still have those memories, and I still appreciate the coach, just like you were saying, Chris. Well, let's go ahead and uh, take a break, and we'll be back with Chris Pointer, Athletic Director, Clayton Harris, Radio aficionado and Kalioka baseball coach with the Big Yellow School Bus brought to you by The Way Realty. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus on WKRM, brought to you by The Way Realty. Hey, I wanted to cover some more stuff going on in our district. As, as we approach the end of the school year, um, we have graduation dates, locations, and times to share with y'all. So listen closely. You might hear your, your school, Northfield Academy, 
will be Saturday, May 8th, 10 a.m. in the HOP Gymnasium. Mount Pleasant High School will be Friday, May 14th at 7 p.m. in the Mount Pleasant High School Gymnasium. Spring Hill High School will be Monday, May 17th, 7 p.m. at the Spring Hill High School football field. Santa Fe Unit School will be Tuesday, May 18th, 6 p.m. in the Santa Fe Unit School Gymnasium. Columbia Central High School will be Friday, May 21st, May 21st at 7 p.m. in the Lindsey Nelson Stadium. That's the football stadium. Hampshire Unit School will be Thursday, May 20th, 6 p.m. in the Hampshire Unit School Gymnasium. And finally, Kalioka Unit School will be on Monday, May 24th, 7 p.m. in their gymnasium. So mark your calendars, um, check our website, murrayk12.org, check our social media. We'll make sure we get those out there so you know where they're at and where they're located so you can uh, watch the pomp and circumstances of our seniors graduating and entering the workforce or college after school, after high school. So guys, um, welcome back. Um, Chris Pointer, Athletic Director, um, Clayton Harris. Basketball coach, or excuse me, baseball coach, Kalioka Unit School. Clayton, tell us a little bit about um, some of the other things going on that you may be aware of in the sporting arena at Kalioka Unit School. Well, obviously, our, our high school teams, uh, they'll continue on for another couple of weeks before they begin their district and region tournaments. So uh, it's about two weeks out? Yeah. The, Are you, you talking know, baseball? Yeah, the, the varsity, the, they'll play a couple of more extra. Well, I say that uh, with us playing in the state tournament, we'll, we'll continue to play, you know, as long as we keep winning. And, and it appears from what information I've gotten from the TWSAA is a lot of these games are going to be played on the weekends, uh, which which is a good thing. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that, uh, like when you're at a school like Kalioka, I, I began this season, I, have 11, I had 11 kids and only two of them were eighth graders. I have a team full of sixth and seventh graders. Well, a lot of these sixth graders still play little league. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, when you get towards the end of the year, you're kind of competing with them based on, you know, or you're trying to work with them. And, and I got to give a shout out to Columbia American little league. They've done a great job of, you know, that they've started the other, the other divisions, uh, this past week. Yep. Uh, they are not starting the major division, which is ages nine through 12 until, uh, I believe it's the 26th, Monday the 26th, because they're wanting to allow these sixth graders the time to uh, finish up their junior high seasons mm-hmm. when they can, so they can start Little League as soon as that's over. Did, so, they, did the Columbia Little League um, continue most of the season, their season last year, even among they, the, the pandemic? They were one of three Little League associations in the state that actually had a season. They didn't start it on time. What right. they did was they delayed it, and I believe we started in May or June last year and played all summer. And uh, it, it it was, I would say, it was a big success. Uh, Kudos for- to them because you know we had no choice but to shut down the school districts' um, sporting programs and everything, and so it was devastating to many people. Yes, and you know, and that's. Uh, there was a group of uh, 12-year-olds last year. They didn't get to play All-Stars because, like, mm-hmm. the the, Nash, the Little League World Series, everything had been canceled. But I told them, I said, guys, you know, at least you're getting the play. Right. I said, there are seniors in high school that were looking forward to their senior year that will never get to play another high school game yeah. again. And yeah, so that's, that's a tough one to swallow right there. It, it is. And, you know, and you can get away with – you know, playing ba- baseball is a game where you are socially distanced naturally. Mm-hmm. So, it was uh, more about the crowds and everything. And and you is. know, when this thing hit, we really didn't know what was going on. Right, and we still don't know. I mean, they're, 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 what we <laughs> have learned is you have to be flexible and you have to be prepared to make uh, changes when necessary because you don't know what's going to happen if another variant hits and. Uh, we're in, I mean, we could be in this situation again next year right. and probably will be. I mean, I, I, I don't, I do not see this being something that I don't see us getting back to normal anytime soon. I'll put it to yeah, you. Yeah. It was, it's really not going to go away, but we adapt and we, and we exactly. learn how to overcome it. We learn how to handle the situation so we can still go on with a little bit of a sense of normalcy. So Murray County public schools 
we stayed open all school year. Now, we had some hiccups in that year, but we were able to stay open all school year. And that's unlike our, our counties north of us in the larger districts. They struggled to even open their schools, you know, especially some of the co- the counties um, in the bigger uh, metropolitan areas. They just opened. Right. And right. so that's that's devastating. That's tough. Well, it, so it, I'm so proud of Murray County Public Schools for being able to um, being able to keep going. Well, and I think you got to give a, a lot of credit uh, to this guy sitting right here next to me. Uh, he, he he has done a lot, Mr. Athletic Director yeah. Chris Pointer, and he's not just the athletic director. He 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 takes care of a lot of things. Let he, me see: nursing, athletics. What else, Chris? Arts. Arts. I, I mean, I, he's I mean, a busy man, and, and I'm not saying this because he's here. I've told other people this. I've talked to you about this, and, and and I mentioned it. You know, when we went and got our vaccines, all the all the teachers and coaches in the county, mm-hmm. I've never seen a process more smooth. I mean, it was like going to. It Chick- was amazing. It was, it was like going to Chick Fil A. It was amazing. <laughs> it, it was like the Chick Fil A drive through with two it, lines it, and people everywhere. It was so well organized, um, and and he deserves so much credit for that, along with the the county nurses uh, from the teachers or, or the nurses from these different schools. Yeah, and we county. had a, we had a ton of people that were able to go over from their jobs. Right. Um, Central office had a bunch sent over that were there to help man the the desks and um, just. Do all kinds of stuff. It you're absolutely right. That flowed flawlessly. I went and got my vaccination on Saturday, the first one. It was amazing how quick I was in and out, everything. And I went there Friday just to document it as you know communications director for the district. Exactly. We were there with you at the radio station yeah. along uh, with the health director. At yeah, Murray you guys Regional were Hospital. interviewing people getting vaccinations. Uh, Martin Cheney, yes, yep. and uh, we witnessed the director get his vaccine, yep. and. Like you said, we were there when I went to get my vaccine. I was there twenty minutes. Well, fifteen of that twenty minutes was just me having to wait after I got my vaccine. That's how quick <laughs> it rolled through. I mean, it was it, it was, it was the, it's cool. the it was the best medical experience I think I've ever had. Yeah, you don't go to the doctor and, and be in and out and that quick. Exactly, and, and, and you see on the nightly news and on the, on the TVs where people are waiting two hours to get a vaccination shot and they made it streamlined. They really made you feel like you were important and got it done. Right. So Chris, thank you and you and your team uh, for what you guys did. Yeah. I mean, listen, look, I, I you know, I, I take no credit, you know, I, we just got it. We got it done the way it needed to be done. And, you know, Mr. Hickman kind of gave us a task and he kind of gave us a directive and wanted to try to get his many teachers and support staff done before the end of March. Mm-hmm. And Murray Regional Hospital just was gracious enough to step up and just meet our request. It was a crazy left field request to say, can you all host specifically for teachers? We added in, you know, Zion, CA, Agathos, those, 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 uh, schools as well but i mean you know hats off as you all said hats off to the nurses they were uh, hats amazing. off hats off to you know our our staff at central office that came out and volunteered to do you know something that you said just now the nurses were actually most of the nurses giving vaccinations were murray county public schools nurses yes yes they yeah. were 99 percent of them i think there may have been one or on another day that was with one, you know, a doctor at there that was, was already signed up to volunteer. You know, they had a pharmacist there. We even had one of our nurses help with the pharmacist, uh, the first go around. So, I mean, all of our folks jumped in and they chipped in. And, and again, like I said, Murray regional came back and did another kind of, uh, round of of shots for those who were unable to get on the first round. Right. They so, sure did. Yeah, we, we are ecstatic and excited about people who wanted to, who got the vaccine. And, and I'll say this, if you didn't get the vaccine during those times, it's either because you didn't want to, or your schedule just was so crazy. Or you were scared like that me. You just couldn't. I mean, so we were able to get it done. I take no credit. Great group of folks, great team, you know, all the way. I mean, the COVID response team, everybody that serves on that, our central office folks that volunteered, our nurses, of course, and the partnership with Murray Regional Medical Center made it all possible. I mean, if you think about it, when you hear that, Every teacher or coach that wants to get vaccinated can. You're thinking line out the door around the building, <laughs> right? Like, like you're waiting, you know, back in the day to exactly. get tickets at Ticketmaster yeah. or something. That wasn't the case. You literally walked in the door, you gave them your name, and you sat. Da- by the time you sat down, 
You were back in the room yeah, getting the vaccine. Yeah, you barely had enough time to fill out the paperwork, and they were calling your name. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, that was really fast. And I'll have to shout out to uh, Mr. Ch- Dr. Cheney. Yes, mm-hmm. Martin Cheney. Because I went into this really nervous about it and not sure I wanted to get it, and he took the time to take me in aside and explain to me all about the Pfizer vaccine. So I was more at ease, and after talking to Dr. Cheney, I made the decision to go ahead and start my vaccination process that day. And and, and I, I'll be honest, you know, and I'm not trying to tell people what to do, but I highly encourage people that are listening. The way we're going to get over this thing is if more people get vaccinated. Yes. Go get vaccinated. It's the definitely quicker that pe- More people get vaccinated. The quicker we can try to get some sense of normalcy of what we used to be accustomed to right not saying that we're going to get there 100 percent, but getting vaccinated will help out tremendously yeah so you know the 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 premise of the show is going to talk about athletics but we got on a little um um uh, curve right here to talk about this um well, it, pandemic it, well it, and, the, and the thing back is to it, exactly if we want athletics to be normal again and having yeah. full capacity crowds yeah people yeah, yeah, it yeah. requires people well getting i think vaccinated. i went there because Last year, we struggled. We didn't have all this. We had a lot of mis... And this year, we are doing so much better. We still have a pandemic going on, but we're making the, the right choices. We're doing things where, where people are getting vaccinated who want to, and we're continuing with sports, which is amazing for the spring. And, um, and then I, I can see big things happening for this upcoming uh, fall when we do, get into the fall sports when we come back to school next year. Um, just the the whole magnitude of what took place last year just makes you feel good yeah. that we had we have things going on this year. The fact that we were able to get football in last fall, I thought was incredible. It was. I, it was I, really I, cool. I thought it. You know it, uh, it. A lot of due diligence by a lot of folks, and you know, I I do the I, I'm the color analyst for the Columbia football games and. Um, I I told my my partner Lee Maddox when the season started. I said, you know, Lee, it, if we can if we can make it all the way through the season and play ten regular season games, it will be incredible. Yeah. And guess what? It happened. <laughs> it, it actually happened. I it, think uh, Athletic Director Pointer uh, brought me to Spring Hill for what was it called the uh, the Backyard Bowl. Mm, you talking about the you talking about this year? Um, with last football season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and um, I it was really a very, it was it. a very, you know, very modified version. Yeah, they mean, limited seating in the stands and everything. Yeah, I, you were there at that game. I think you were up in the. In I the was box. on top of yeah. the pre- press box. Yes. Yeah, and um, I really enjoyed that. I need to go to more of those because you know, as you get older, your kids grow up, and you tend to like, oh, it's another football game. But the excitement of all these games, these baseball games, these football games. I mean, I mean this, is, this is people's, you know, the thing about sports and athletics, especially in a town like Murray County, right? So when you look at, you, when you look at your high school sports, this, this is your professional team. This is the, the team that you really do kind of rally around. And, and, and if we mess around and, and, and become extremely successful across the board – and multiple teams across this county and all sports are going to the state championship at for at all times. I mean, it's gonna, I mean, it's gonna change everything. Because I mean, Friday nights and Tuesday nights or Thursday nights are gonna look completely different. I mean, when Central High School made that state championship run and had those years of success, Friday nights were very different. You better get there. Yes. Because you just didn't want to hear about what you missed on Monday or how great the game was or how they pulled out this or how this player did that. You know, and and all of that is important to a community. Those are memories. Those are lifetime memories. That's, you know, I remember remember as a kid my dad taking me uh, to see, you know, the late Kelly teams in the gymnasium at Columbia Central High School in 92 and 93. And, and the, the roar, the literally the roar at that time of the Lions, Lions then, and, and, and rightfully so, because you bought your ticket outside. And when you open that door, you literally could hear the noise of the crowd, the noise the roar. just coming <laughs> through that door. And that excitement as a kid and the smell of the popcorn and going into the bleachers and going up to the top and 
just seeing you're, the you're reliving energy. it just thinking about yeah, it absolutely i mean because that was an experience that i got to live through with my father i got to live through with with my family as we went and checked out these games or or going to a sporting event as a kid and seeing kids who were two and three years older than me and looking at them it's like man i want to i want to be able to do that and be that one day so i mean the just the importance of what this does for the sense of community and the sense of family uh it's just amazing. And I, I, mean, I can go on for hours. About I got a, I got a little adrenaline rush just listening to you myself, thinking about my days of, of doing that, you know, yeah, exact absolutely. same thing. And that adrenaline rush stays with you for the rest of your life. You will always remember those moments at the big sporting event when you're a young person. Because if you don't think it's important, go out to Columbia American Little League or, or Mealtown Baseball on a Saturday and see how packed it is to watch – five- and six-year-olds be herded like cats to try to get them in the right direction to run the first base. So much And fun. people jumping up and down and cheering. And guess what? At the end of all of that, you know, life is on pause and, and you know, everything kind of stops. And what's, mm-hmm. it, what's the most important is the most important. And you grab a hot dog and you grab some popcorn and you sit around and you laugh and kids are out in the field with aluminum foil balls playing baseball and, and and other kids are running around and you got grandmother there and you got dad there and you got mom there and you got aunts there and no matter whatever else is going on in life like it doesn't even matter for those two hours that you're there at that game and it's no matter if they're five-year-olds or they're 18-year-olds in high school yep. you know and that's just the power of it well, we are on the Big Yellow School Bus, brought to you by The Way Realty. We're going to take another break, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools on WKRM 103.7 FM. We are on Saturday mornings at 9, Sundays at 7, and Monday at 4 p.m. on 103.7 FM. We are brought to you by The Way Realty. At the top of the show, I I talked about some of the things going on at Murray County Public Schools. I want to remind everybody, pre-K registrations are going on. You can pick up applications at Baker, Brown, Highland, Howell, Mount Pleasant, and Riverside, and also McDowell. The kindergarten registrations are online. You can find information at murrayk12.org. Um, Star Summer Camps um, registration is going on. It was an interest survey registration. You need to take the survey in order to get registered, and the deadline is Tuesday, April 20th. Visit murrayk12.org for more information on Star Summer Camps. Finally, AutoZone exemption forms are online. You'll find those under the news section at murrayk12.org. And we also have coming up soon our third nine weeks honor rolls which i was always excited to see the honor rolls we also send them to the columbia daily herald to be put into print um i'm always excited to see the honor rolls because i was guess kind of lucky both my kids made the honor roll so let's do some bragging around our 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 district guys let's um we're here with um athletic director chris pointer and kalioka baseball coach uh, Mr. Clayton Harris, let's do some bragging. Clayton, you said during the break um, you'd like to do some bragging on something specific. Go ahead and give it up. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I want to give a you know I, I want to brag a little bit on uh, Dr. Ryan Jackson and uh, Assistant Principal Eric Hughes at Mount Pleasant. You know, this year uh, they, championship mindset. That's it, and that's what I was going to bring up. You know, they they <laughs> they have. Uh, you know, they had to make some tough decisions this year, and sometimes uh, when you make tough decisions, they're not going to be popular with everyone. Uh, but what they have done is they're putting the student-athlete's best interest at heart. And uh, as you mentioned, the the championship mindset. And the reason why it, it, it means something to me is they have two uh, former uh, athletes that I coached at Columbia Central in Dre Hall and Tredarius Golf. Uh, Those who, are popular names. They are. Uh, they are. And uh, both uh, were, were were great high school players, all state high school players. Both went on to have very successful college careers. And uh, now they're getting into the, the coaching realm. And, and they're back home. I love that. They are. And, and, and it always means a lot when you see former guys that you've coached become a coach. Right. And um, 
it, it's just, it, I think what, what they have done down there, it's a, it's a great thing. I know they have two positions open now for okay. a high school men and women's basketball coach, mm-hmm. uh, unless they've been filled. I don't, no, but, they haven't been filled. They just have not been put through HR. But, yes, they are. They will be actively seeking and they have those a, positions. Yeah, middle school athletic director position open it up, they too. They will be actively seeking to fill and, those. And, you know, and, and – and, you know, Chris, I'd like to get your your feedback on, on on what they're doing down there with hiring Coach Kit Hartsfield. I mean, we've talked about it before. And if time permitting, I'd like you to share a little bit about the um, baseball field dedication that me and you attended. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. But, uh, you know, what, what are your thoughts about the changes that you're seeing at Mount Pleasant? Because, you know, I get the impression that they're raising the level, that they're raising the standard and – you know, they're going to put pressures on other schools, not only in their region, but in our district, school district, uh, to raise their level of competition and the way they do things by, you know, some of the folks that they brought in down there. And I think and I'm going to I'm going to paraphrase. I'm not going to be able to directly quote Dr. Jackson, but basically Dr. Jackson has said, and, and I think that school and Hughes will attest and, and, and uh, you know, align with this comment that they're not going to make any apologies for doing whatever it takes for the student athletes to put them in a position and the school in a position to win a championship. And that's a very different mindset uh, in Murray County. And I would say over these last several years, now do coaches want to get out and win? And I'm talking about collective. I'm not, there are individual coaches who go out every day, 24 seven, and that's their main goal. And that's what they want to do. But uh, uh, here in Murray County, we have not necessarily had that level of tenacity and grit, and as a whole, as a county, as a district, to say that we want we're going to win championships. Right. Like we yeah. want to put ourselves in a position to win championships. You've seen it in spots, right? In you spots, see, you know, like Columbia, like we had in 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 the mid, you know, two thousand nine through twelve, thirteen. You, you saw it there, right. Right. but consistently, like you're saying. At a at a district level, we hadn't seen that yet. And from Murray County standpoint, and, and being who we are as a district in this southern Middle Tennessee region, right? When you look at the Rutherfords, you look at the Williamsons, and you look at what Wilson's doing, you know they get it. They understand wholeheartedly, you know what you have to do every single solitary day to be the best. Because every game, whether you're playing somebody within the county. Or outside of the county, you have to bring your best. And on, in order to bring your best, it takes a 12-month approach, especially in the high school ranks. And truthfully, the same in, in, in the middle school. Obviously, there's some flexibility there. But in high school, you have to bring it. I mean, these kids, when you look at it from a – and I know we don't have enough time to talk about this on the radio, but for another day. I mean, you're one step away from the next – and for our larger high schools that are in our 5As and 6As and 4A classifications in baseball, when those college coaches come down and they look, that's the first place that they start. They start, right? Because you're playing at the highest level of competition against overwhelmingly a, a greater pool of competition. And so you have the opportunity to make that next step. So it's 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 on us to make sure that these kids are prepared to take that leap. When I went and played Division One baseball and played at the next level, my learning curve was not that far because I'd already been through the <laughs> through the gamut and through through everything that I needed to go through uh, at high school with Coach Pickle. So he prepared me and got me to where I needed to be at to take that next step, and we worked our tails off. All right at the time we didn't understand it, but when I got to that level, I appreciated it and didn't even have to understand it anymore. And so we just got to kind of start changing that shift, that focus, that mindset and better developing and better preparing. I like how Dr. Ryan, Dr. Ryan Jackson put it, the winning mindset and championship mindset. Um, Great ways to look at it. I can see um, things advancing in Murray County as we grow our coaching and everything. One thing you and I did, uh, uh, Mr. Pointer, was we went to a field dedication at Mount Pleasant High School recently. Would you tell our listening audience a little about what happened that day? So so the field dedication was for Coach Eddie Bassham, and, and I think the, the statement was like six decades or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. That he has given of himself to 
baseball in Mount Pleasant. Retired and came back. Retired and, retired and, and came back. Yeah. The the one thing that I that I said to to Coach Bassam was that how appreciative I was for setting the standard. Right. And what I mean by that is it's something for other coaches who follow to strive to do when it comes to a level of excellence in pushing to be great in the game. And all those students he mentored. And and the thing about and and I know we only got a couple of minutes, but yeah. it's important that I make this point. All right. Coach Eddie Bassham went to three state championships and was runner-ups in three of them, right? But the thing about it was when those students, when they asked for everybody who had been coached by Coach Bassham to stand up, there probably was at least 30 guys there. That was 30 state championships that he won right there. Wow. Because 10, 15, and 20 years later, because his ultimate goal at the end of the day was, yes, to win, but he instilled something in them, right, that made them better men in their households, better men on their job, better citizens in our communities or other communities that they went and lived in. And so maybe Coach Bassham didn't get that state championship that he was striving for, but to see those those individuals stand up, the community in the crowd, I mean, in some instances you saw people with tears in their yes, eyes. Yes, I did. Because that's how much it meant. Mm-hmm. And, and traveling you know, 12 hours just to get here for that special day. They're not traveling 12 hours to watch somebody take an ACT test. I'm just No, it, it, they were it's traveling important, 12 hours. It's relevant, be- but the impact that this individual had in the lives of so many over all of these decades is what we all are striving and, and kind of an undergarment for what we're trying to do in Murray County Public Schools to ensure that all of our coaches, all of these individuals are having this great of an impact. All right, so – 15 seconds, 20 seconds, shout-out, Coach Harris. I'll give a shout-out to uh, to my 12 kids that I got at Kolioka. Like I said, I started the year with 11. Two of them were eighth graders. Uh, they, they've, you know, I, I I pushed them. We have finished the regular season, hopefully, uh, 12 and 5, uh, going into the tournament next week. And um, I, I couldn't be more proud of, of the group that we have and, and the things we've accomplished so far this year. Uh, and uh, just appreciate all the work they put in. I am going to shout out to Mr. Carl Lang, the director of pupil services, who also is the lead for Chris Pointer's group, and all the amazing thing he his group do. Um, pupil services is a big department; they handle a lot of stuff like the kindergarten, and the pre K registrations, and such, and also help mentor Mr. Pointer in his job. Mr. Pointer, do you have a shout out? I'm gonna shout out my family, man. I'm gonna shout out my wife and my my three kids. Uh, you know this this journey as district athletic director and going around and to games and also trying to balance family life at the same time as Coach Harris knows and being a coach. I mean, you just gotta appreciate when they just are able to hold it down and understand and you're chasing your passion and you're just committed to all of that. And uh, yeah, I just want to shout out my wife Andrea Pointer and, and our three amazing children nala layla and christians i've met them all they're great great family gotta give a shout out to to the puppy ace too ace the puppy well that's it for this week's yeah she might that's it for this week's edition of the big yellow school bus we're glad you joined us and we hope you tune in next time we are brought to you by the way realty thank you for tuning in to the big yellow school bus with your host jack cobb with murray county public schools Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Sundays at 7 p.m., and Mondays at 4 p.m. to hear more about what's going on at Murray County Public Schools right here on WKRM, 103.7 FM and 1340 AM. 